0: you need to know the Bloomberg Quin podcast that prepares you for the day's business You're listening to this Bloomberg Quinn podcast with me Alex Matthew. The first update I have for you is as fresh as it comes and it's from Germany. talks over forming the framework for a new German government have broken down. The Free Democrat Party pulled out of discussions with German Chancellor Angela Merkel's conservative bloc and the Greens. The development raises the question of whether Germany will be heading for new elections. Data released on Saturday showed China's housing market is stabilizing, with new home prices rising in 50 of 70 metropolitan areas in October. The share of cities seeing real estate appreciation had shrunk for the three previous readings. China's ambassador to the UK, Liu Jiangming, has said that he's cautiously optimistic that a diplomatic solution can be found to stop North Korea from developing further nuclear weaponry. Long-time Zimbabwean President Robert Mugabe was widely expected to announce that he was stepping down during a televised address on Sunday evening, but he didn't. Mugabe has been fired by the Central Committee of his party, which said he will face impeachment if he doesn't resign by noon today. The Bitcoin has topped $8,000 for the first time as investors set aside technology concerns that had derailed its advance earlier in this month. It's now up more than 700% this year after shrugging off a tumble of as much as 29% earlier this month. Some news updates from back home now. The government collected a little over 95,000 crore rupees in revenues under the goods and services tax in October. That's according to the head of the GST network panel Sushil Kumar Modi Collections in September had stood at around 93,000 crore Now the government has not asked the Reserve Bank of India to pay a special dividend It is however seeking the 13,000 crore rupees that is surplus with the central bank That's according to Economic Affairs Secretary Subhash Chandragarg l and has won orders worth 8,650 crore rupees to build two out of three parts of the Mumbai Trans Harbour Link project More than 200 central and state government websites publicly displayed details such as names and addresses of some Aadhaar beneficiaries. That's according to the Unique Identification Authority of India. The UIDAI has also said that it took note of the breach and got the data removed from these websites, but it did not specify when the breach took place. This was in response to an RTI query. Railway Minister Piyush Koyle has said that the Indian Railways is not looking for more funds in the upcoming union budget, as it is focused on monetizing assets it currently owns. A parliamentary panel in Switzerland has approved an automatic information exchange pact between itself and India. That paves the way for India to get access to details on Indians with Swiss accounts. Well, now here's a quick check on the Asian equity markets. Now, the three early rises are mixed. The Nikkei, as I record this, is trading flat. The Australian benchmark is in the red, while the South Korean benchmark is trading positive. Darshan Mehta joins me now with a trade setup for India. Morning, Darshan. We ended the week with fireworks. Today is not looking like it'll be that exciting, but you never know.
1: Good morning, Alex. Uh, No doubt uh, the last two days of the previous week were extremely strong. But today also, uh, not too much fireworks, but nevertheless, the S X Nifty is trading with a decent positive bias. Now, in terms of stocks that you have to watch out for, uh, strong numbers came in from Mayud Unicotas and Eris Life. Uh, weak numbers coming in from S Couple of changes to the index: uh, Indusind Bank and Yes Bank will join the Sensex. Sipla and Lupin will exit the Sensex from 30 from December 18th. As far as m is concerned, Eris Life has acquired the India-branded formulation business of Stride Shasun for 500 crores. Uh, Stride said that they will reduce debt by the tune of 400 crores here. ACC and Ambuja, they roll back uh, their cement prices back to levels of September. That's, that is as per reports by Cogensis. Wipro and Infosys have both announced the buyback dates. So for Wipro, it's November 29th to December 13th. And for Infosys, it's 30th November to December 14th. Ajay Piramal has said there are no plans to integrate Shriram business with Piramal Enterprises as per business standard. And this will be interesting. Wadilal promoters have put the company on the block as per the Economic Times. Couple of block deals Nomura has bought in 1.9 crore shares of HDFC Life, and Morgan Stanley has bought in 29 lakh shares of HDIL. Finally, 11 stocks in the FNO ban. DLF, HDIL and Indocount enter the ban while India Cement is the stock that exits the FNO ban.
0: Thanks Darshan. Do catch the All You Need to Know story on the website for all that Darshan's just told you about. Well, that's all I have for you today. I'll be back tomorrow with Darshan at the same time. This is Alex Matthew signing off. Have a great day.